Welcome to Women Wake Up, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, harmony, abundance, and joy. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Identify and Heal solo episode, I'm carrying on with the Eight Swords of Self Entrapment series. We are on Sword Six, and this sword is the Sword of the Unknown. So on today's episode, I explore and reflect on how the unknown can hold us back, not only from trying new things and venturing outside of what we currently have and what we're currently doing, but also can keep us in a place of fear that things won't work out, that nothing will change. Really, it comes down to this battle between fear versus love. So let's explore, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Whitney here with an Identifying Heal solo episode. And in this episode, we're getting into Sword Six, the sixth sword of the eight swords of self-entrapment. I hope you all are still enjoying this. I've never done a series like this. It just kind of came to me, and I'm going to run with it. If you guys like it, let me know. Shoot me a message on Instagram or send me an email. I'd love to do more series like this. It's kind of fun to like get into this I- these different kind of ideas and kind of run with it. I want to start by sharing happy leap day to everybody. I'm recording this on Thursday, February 29th. And before I get into the sixth sword, which I will say, let's just say it, the sixth sword is the sword of the unknown. The unknown that keeps us in a place of fear rather than faith that we can act, that we can make change and make choices to have something greater, to have a higher experience rather than stay stuck where we are, that we can feel safe in not knowing what's going to come next. So that's what we're getting into. And on that note, I want to offer everybody a happy leap day. We have a leap year, 2024, as if this year wasn't powerful enough. It's also a unique leap year. And if we look back, our last leap year was 2020. So I just wanted to invite you all, whenever you're listening to this, because it doesn't have to be on this day, to take a look back and ask yourself, how far have I come? What changes have I experienced in these past four years? Because I took a moment to consider that and I posted something on Instagram about it and my story about, wow, when I think about it, four years ago, I hadn't even been on a podcast, let alone consider having my own. Four years ago, I was not open to the idea of having my own private practice as a therapist, which I do now, because it really intimidated me and felt overwhelming and I was too scared to take that leap. Definitely didn't think it could happen virtually because four years ago, we were right before the big announcement, (laughs) And uh, people weren't doing much 
virtual therapy unless in emergencies like when people were sick and they couldn't come in. And I also was not very woo four years ago, if you can believe that. <laughs> I was, I've always been a little woo. I'm a wooey. But I was not like full-fledged. I actually just got my first tarot deck four years ago today and was just learning tarot. And I also dreamed of having a job where I could travel, but I did not think I'd ever live a nomadic lifestyle. So a lot has happened. I invite you to explore what has transpired in the four, past four years to reflect on it and to tie it in to our topic today, to our sword today, which is the sword six, the sword of the unknown. And to ask yourself, if you look back, four years ago, what were things that you could not have known at that time that even if you were so stressed about it or so worried about it that you just couldn't have known? But if you, when you look back and you look how the last four years have played out, you can say, oh, wow, I had nothing to worry about. That actually happened very organically, very naturally. I realized my next step. Or you can say, I had no idea what was coming. You know, sort of like I shared, I had no idea that I would decide to start my own practice and that I'd then be able to take my practice and travel around the country. Didn't even realize it. And I was sitting thinking like, what am I going to do? What are my next steps? But they were all aligned with something very different, right? Because everything was so in person back then. So I was thinking like, well, maybe I'll become a clinical director. Maybe I'll do this or that. Totally. And And then my path just totally changed in ways I could not have known because so much was unknown. And a lot of the times things remain unknown until just the right minute, the right moment, the right instant that it's meant to come into our awareness. And it's so important to trust that because let's talk about why the unknown can actually be a sword, which again, this series is about how there are these things that sort of stand, that sort of hold us in a place of feeling confined, of feeling trapped, of feeling bound from fully moving into our destiny, to our potential, to a full, joyous, thriving life. We feel bound by these things that we perceive them as holding us back. And one of them is the unknown. And as I spoke to, I see it holding us back in two different ways. When I was thinking on this and considering the unknown, there were two parts of it that I realized hold people back. One of them is people keeping themselves stuck and not acting because they don't know what will happen if they do. We all know that situation. We've seen people in it. We've been in it ourselves. Being stuck in a job that we know deep down doesn't fulfill us, isn't aligned with what feels like our true passion, our true purpose, yet we're afraid of the unknowns. If I leave this job, will I find another one? Will I maintain financial stability? If I take this risk, can I find the same amount of success? We get such strong messaging about the need to preserve our, basically what I would call our earthly, like if I'm thinking of tarot talk, what would be our pentacles, right? Like our pentacle safety. Pentacles in the tarot are, is the earth element. So it's all about our physicality our home, our family, our finances, we're given so much focus on that. And people will tell you left, right, and center, oh, oh, no, 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 don't make that choice. It's a big risk. It's a stupid choice. Don't do it. 
My suggestion is do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm not saying being reckless because to me, reckless means making decisions without consideration for others. If you're making the decision that feels like the highest choice for you, it is always for the betterment of everyone around you. Because even though there will be that transition period that might be challenging, if it moves you into a higher, more elevated, more enlightened state, a more joyous state, a more calm and peaceful state, of course, that's going to filter into everyone else in your life. Yet we stay stuck because we say, how will I take care of my family if I make this big change in my life? How will I be able to find new friends and meet new people if I pick up and move to a different state in a different city? How will I take this big trip to see the world like I've always wanted to if I take a sabbatical from my job? And so rather than going for our dreams or moving into what really feels most in alignment with what we want, we stay stuck and we stay in relationships and we stay in situations and we stay in cities and towns and environments and we stay in jobs that no longer serve us, that no longer inspire us, that no longer feed us nurture us with love and inspiration. They become a burden. And I will tell you this, as long as we're living in situations and places that feel like a burden, we are not flourishing. We're staying as close as what's possible to being stagnant. Life can never truly be still. It can never really be fully stagnant, yet it can be in more barren ground in terms of not having healthy, consistent growth. Life is meant to be growing consistently. We're meant to be expanding and exploring ourselves constantly. We're not meant to be so monotonous in the way we go about our lives. That's my belief. Now, some people thrive on monotony, but then you're thriving, right? So that's not an issue. People who have curated and created this little life for themselves that to some may seem not as interesting or undesirable, but it feels good to them, then that's beautiful. That's another thing I want to offer is that just because you're, you've had the same job for a long time and you've lived in the same place, doesn't mean you have to change it. The only time where the unknown holds you back is when you're curious about it, but you don't go there, right? If you've created a life for yourself and you explore the unknown in your own ways, it doesn't have to mean changing your job or your location or your partner. Exploring the unknown can be exploring a new feeling that you have. It can be exploring a new hobby. As long as you stay open to the little things that come into your life, the little offerings for growth, then you're always growing and keeping yourself available to growth. When we don't allow ourselves to be available to growth is when we start to struggle because it's, it's, like a constipated feeling, for lack of a better word, right? We can tell that there's something that wants to come out, but it feels stuck in there. And we, because we say, no, 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 it can't come out. Because what if, what if it coming out changes everything? What if I actually open to this idea of what I've always wanted to do with my life and I have to rearrange everything? I've shared on the show that I'm preparing and researching and consulting with others about taking the, ne- the next steps taking the next steps with Women Waken to turn it into a bigger organization, movement, whatever it will come to be, because I do believe it has its own life force and it will be supported in becoming 
its potential. Yet it's a little daunting. You know, I get stuck in the stuck in the minutia because it is that fear of the unknown. It's like, oh geez, but what do I do about taxes? <laughs> oh geez, but if I expand and have employees, like how do you manage that? And there is part of me that's gotten pretty comfortable with being self-sufficient. And that's a challenge that I have and some of you might have is I like to be able to do everything myself. And right now, that's kind of how my life is. I have a smallish private practice where I can find my clients myself or my clients just find me. I see them myself. I do my notes. I do my own billing on this one very helpful software. And that's it. I don't need anybody else for that. And with my podcast, I record it myself. I edit it myself. I release it myself. I do the show notes myself. But as I'm putting more and more energy into this and as I'm starting to grow the beautiful listeners, the beautiful audience of Women Waken, I'm realizing it's growing. It's it's um, ready to break out into something bigger. You know, it's like this, you know, something in an egg that's kind of ready to crack open from that. It's a plant that's outgrown its pot, you know, like you've ever had, uh, <laughs> if anybody else has ever got one of those cute plants at Trader Joe's that looks so cute and you're like, this is so pretty. And you put it in your kitchen window. Basically, I'm just describing my life. I put it in my kitchen window and it's beautiful and it's blooming. But then I realized like, damn, this plant's getting big and this plant actually wants a bigger pot to be in. And then you take it outside and you got to go give it a bigger pot because you can't hold that plant back. Just like you and I, that plant wants to expand to its full capacity, to its full potential. And that's what I'm feeling around Women Waken right now is that it's ready. It's ready to move on. But again, the unknown, I'm saying, yeah, but that's scary. Like I, what if I don't do everything myself? And what if it doesn't grow to anything? And what if I put a lot of investment into it and I, it doesn't take off and, So I'm having to kind of trust the unknown. And I share this because you guys might be in the same place. There comes a time in our life where we make leaps and jumps and changes. Also why I encourage you to use this leap year as a time to reflect. And don't stop at four years if you don't want to. I just found that, especially with everything that's transpired since 2020, it's a pretty pivotal four years to say, dang, a lot has changed. But even go back 10 years And see if you can see a a trend or a pattern, even to see the different milestones where you're like, whoa, that risk that I took five years ago changed the trajectory that enabled me to be where I am today. If I hadn't taken that risk, this and that would never have happened. I would never have met that person. I wouldn't have gotten married. I wouldn't have my beautiful kids. I wouldn't have gotten a much better job that that was way more abundant and I was able to make more money and then able to move. Nothing happens unless we take risks. Nothing great happens unless we take big risks. And if we allow that sword of the unknown to hold us back from taking those risks, our lives will stay small and will remain that little plant that's begging and is cramped and is in pain because it can't fully express itself, which is what every aspect of life wants to do, including you. And if you're listening to this show, I just saw 555 on my recording. Change, change, change is happening for you. And it's 222 right now. So not only is big change happening, but the universe wants to facilitate it right now. Do you understand? This is one of the biggest, most pivotal moments in humanity where we are finally hearing 
the calls and the messages from the divine and we're responding and we're more of us than ever are saying, okay, I hear you and I'm now listening. I'm listening. Show me what to, show me what to do. Guide me. And the divine is saying, yes. All right. Now it's time. So listen to the nudges that you get. And again, especially if you're listening to the show, you're attuned to that. You're beginning to become aware of your psychic senses. You're beginning to become aware of your intuition. The divine is working with you and you're working with the divine. The most powerful, collaborative, co-creative experience you can ever imagine. There is nothing that is not possible with the divine. It's actually a quote from the Bible that was stated and uses the term the father, but you can use father as whatever you want. It says anything is possible with father is, and that's prescribed to that Jesus Christ said that. And really what he was saying is that when you open yourself to that power, that connection with the divine, there is literally nothing that you can't do. Anything is possible. And I truly think that we're at a moment where humanity is about to do that at a accelerated, heightened level, the likes of which we've never seen. And it's going to create such shift and change in our world because we're going to break out of the parameters of these swords that we've kept to enclose us. So if you feel that nudge, if you feel that negging that's saying, try this, try this, take that course, take this risk, take this chance, make that move, make this change, quit that job, change this lifestyle, go for it. At least give it a try. You can always go back, but you'll never know until you try if it could become something incredible. I'll never forget right before I took off as a nomad, I was listening to a podcast and the person was talking about a time in their life where they took a big risk and they were talking about risk in general. And he said, it's scary to make a big change because you can wonder, what if I do this and I lose everything? And he said, but what if you do it and it changes everything? And I knew right then, I thought, I'm, go- I'm doing it. I'm, uh, I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to get rid of my stuff. I'm going to minimize and I'm just going to do it because I can't not see what happens if I take that risk. I can't not see if it will change everything. And guess what? It did. Totally changed my life. Totally put me forward on my journey. It helped me clear out so much of what was holding me back. And all these years later, I can feel the lightness. I can feel the shift happening. I can feel the changes. And it's really pretty miraculous. And the same can happen for you when you take those risks. So this is what I offer because if you've listened to me, you know, I don't like to tell anybody what to do. And I definitely don't like to judge or criticize anybody. I am by no means, by no means saying that those who are timid and reluctant to make change, that there is something wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. And some people live their whole lifetime and don't make these big changes. This is more going out to those who are kind of on the fence about it or who feel ready. If you don't feel inclined to it at all, trust that. I know that feeling because I've had that too in my life. And when I look back, I feel like it just wasn't time yet. That it, For me, when I've made the big changes, there was this emphasis inside of me that I could no longer ignore. I couldn't let it go. And they say that the emphasis of your soul is always right, which means that when you just can't let go of a certain thought or idea, there's a reason. It's not just because we're weirdos who are fixated on something. It's because it stirs something inside of you. It's connected with something that you likely might have been involved with for many lifetimes that you maybe signed up for and wanted to do in your soul contract before you came into this world. There's a reason. And those also that 
enthusiasm, that focus is an indication that you're getting onto your soul's path. When you feel connected to an idea, when you feel motivated by an idea, when you feel excited by an idea. Yet the fear of the unknown, the sword of the unknown can keep us from pursuing it. If you're not ready and you have no interest in pursuing the unknown, then trust that there's always something to learn in life. As I've spoken to, I love the analogy that life is never, even if it feels repetitive, even if it feels like we keep having the same experiences over and over, it's never just moving around in a, in a circle. It's always spiraling upward because it's impossible for there to not be change in life. It, nothing's ever perfectly repeating over and over again. It's always at least moving upward. So it might seem like a similar round, like similar go around, but it's a little bit different. Because your perspective, even if you live two days, the exact same day, the exact same schedule, the exact same routine, two days in a row, there's going to inevitably be, inevitably be something different about that next day. And one of the aspects is that you're one day older and wiser and more experienced than the day before. My point is that this is not telling people that you have to take big risks in order to find your way in life and to reach your full potential. You either are finding it in small ways in this lifetime, in staying and learning through where you are, or it's not time yet for you and you're not feeling that emphasis. Trust that. Trust that. But if you're feeling the emphasis, I implore you to explore your fear and to see what's scaring you so much about the unknown. And is it really true that the unknown is that intimidating? Because here's another thing that I found when I've had different things that I wanted to do and I put it out to the universe and I'm like, I'd really like to do this, but I don't know about this. All of a sudden people came around and they'd be like, oh, I actually, I, I know a lot about that. Let me help you. And I'd be like, where did you come from? <laughs> I remember when I was a senior in high school, it was one of the boldest things I did. I don't know why. I still don't know how I did it because I had a hard time in high school with my peers, but I decided to do a performance, a dance performance for the senior talent show a solo dance performance. I'm a dancer. So it's not like I was, you know, like Napoleon Dynamite, just <laughs> going out there and like doing weird moves. I was a dancer. I'm a good dancer. I'll say it. And I decided I was like, cause I love mixing. I love dances that start out slow and then build up and then go from like one genre to the next. So I decided to fuse these three songs, three different styles, like lyrical jazz and hip hop together for my performance. And it was like a week before the show and I realized like, oh shit, I don't know how to actually combine these in a seamless way. I was still like working with, you know, recording tapes from the radio. Do you guys remember that? Where you could like, when your favorite song from the 90s, like uh, Glycerin from Bush was on the radio. So you would like record it on your disc or your tape player. I was like, I don't know how to freaking fuse and mix a CD. And I said that to my friend in like a math class. And a guy sitting next to me was like, oh, talk to this guy. He does that. And this guy perfectly seamlessly did for me what I didn't even realize I needed to do and was an obstacle. So that's the thing. We spend so much time worrying about challenges that might come into our path. But when we tell and set our intention to the universe, the universe will not only solve those tasks, but will also bring to light the things that you didn't even realize will be a part of this. And people will come into your life to help you. There is such power in you pursuing your full potential that nothing can stop it. Do you understand? Life will always conspire to bring your full expression into being. It's a marvelous, magnificent thing. And I challenge you to test it. And that's one of the great beauties of taking that risk out of the unknown is you're basically saying to the universe, all right, 
as I've said before, it's not that quote, I'm going to leap and I'm just going to trust that the net will appear. That leap of faith, the fool from the top, <laughs> the fool from the tarot, the fool that just says, I'm on my way. I'm stepping out onto this path. I don't know what awaits me. I don't know that each step is going to be safe or what it's going to bring, but I just know that I can't stay here. And I know that I, with all of my soul and all of my being, need to walk this unknown path. And the universe will say, all right, my friend, let's go. And the universe will be with you. The universe is always with you. But the universe does get excited when you're ready to be in that state of creation. Because you are a creative being. We're all creative beings. We're here to create, to express. Life itself life itself came into existence because it needed to express itself. It needed to let its potential come out. It couldn't hold it back any longer. There is a powerful passage from this book that I read. I've spoken about the Seth material, which is one of the original sharings of a channeler from the 60s. I shared about this. It's the one where I read it and loved the book and I found out the channeler, the author, is from Saratoga Springs, which is now where I'm living. And it's, it speaks to that concept. And I rec- recommend people reading it. It's from the Seth Materials book. Oh my gosh. It was so powerful talking about the origins of life and that life itself truly could not hold in anymore. It could not hold it in because it felt in its being and in itself and in every part of its humongous magnanimous self because life is infinite. So that's a lot. <laughs> But it literally felt everything that exists now, it's like was, was just pulsing beneath the surface. And it was trying to hold it back out of fear of like, what will happen if I unleash this? And then supposedly that's what we consider the big bang is that life itself said, I can't, I can't hold it back anymore. I can't be afraid of the unknown of what it's going to look like. I have to let it go. And then everything came into being and you and I and the trees and the animals, everything had a chance to be expressed because life itself took that risk. You are a part of life itself, so you too have something that wants to be expressed that's just as important because you are your own little universe. Sorry, I'm getting pretty esoteric, but I'm telling you, there's something about this leap day. I was just a guest on someone's podcast, and I don't even know what I said, to be real. (laughs) I think I was channeling a bit, but I was on one, just kind of on one today. It happens sometimes. So I think I've covered that aspect pretty thoroughly. Now I want to talk about the other side of this, which is how being in fear of the unknown can also cause us to lose faith in life. Because I'm talking about when it's not necessarily that we have this big idea. It's not like we want to take a risk. It's when we're kind of in that space of the void and we say, I don't know. I don't know what comes next. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't know who I really want to be with. I certainly haven't met them. So it's in that transitional phase. It's that in-between where we say, gosh, things are real desolate. Things feel real quiet. It's that void. We're in the gestation. We're in the womb. What will be isn't there yet. And it can be a little scary because in our world, we're constantly surrounded by people producing and creating all the time. We don't really honor periods of rest and reprieve. We don't honor the in-between. We don't honor the gestation period of allowing something, the chance to be formulated, to get to the state where it's ready to be birthed. That urgency, right? The excitement. That's when life has created itself and says, hey, I'm ready. But there is that sacred, sacred place of creation where it's just 
a bunch of goo that hasn't formulated yet into its next next expression. And we can be so afraid of that that we can feel depressed. We can lose our faith in life and say, maybe life has forsaken me. I know I felt that at times where I felt so insecure, so unsure of myself that I was sure I was unlovable because I must be a freak because I haven't had a relationship. I, I felt that way so much throughout my life and because I, I didn't know how to trust the unknown. I didn't know how to be excited and just say, hey, the fact that it hasn't yet happened yet, how exciting because I know that it will and I just need to sit back and watch how it happens and just trust this period for what it is, a time of reflection, a time of solitude, getting to know myself. We often don't trust the unknown. It scares us. It scares us. We're very attached to formation. We're very attached to the physical. We feel uncomfortable in the void. Yet the void is where all things begin. All things. So being in a place of trust with that is also important because that's a part of the sword of the unknown as well, is falling into doubt and depression and anxiety. Anxiety, right? Anxiety around, oh my gosh, but I still don't know what I want to do with my life. I still don't know how this next year is going to pan out. I still don't know how I'm going to pay the bills. Sometimes we just have to sit and hold sacred and ask the universe and say, universe, I'm feeling a little scared, but I'm trusting you. I'm holding my faith. I know you will guide me. In whatever words that sound best to you is how you do it. Because I can't tell you and I, I don't prescribe to any religion. And if you do, then there's probably something in your specific religion that pertains to praying, connecting, communing with God, source, one, the universe. But if you don't have a religion like I didn't, I would just find this quiet place for myself where I would say, okay, I'm feeling scared, but I, I know that I am loved and I know I'll be taken care of and I know there's something up there that cares about me. So I'm opening myself and I'm saying, I feel ready for that next step to be presented. And it may not happen the next day. And it may not happen that week or that year, but in time, if we trust, things will be presented to us and we can realize there was no need to be afraid of the unknown of that time in the void. There's no need to be afraid of taking that leap because the universe will always conspire in your favor, especially in efforts to reach your full potential. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoy this moment of leaping. This leap year day, if you're not listening to on this day, which you're not because I'm recording on this day. So by the time you listen to it, it's already going to be March. And here we are moving into another month of this wild year, this powerful year. I hope you're feeling that shift. I hope you're feeling that change. I hope you take time to consider what is the unknown for you and what phase are you? Are you in the void and feeling anxiety and stress around? I don't even know what comes next. Nothing seems to be happening. Or you're in that phase of, oh my gosh, I've realized the change I want to make, but I'm terrified of taking that leap, of stepping out into the unknown. If you need that guidance and support, feel free to reach out. That's what I love to do is help people on their path towards their full potential, their full healing. Okay, again, I hope you all enjoyed this. I hope it was helpful. Much love to you all. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. 
And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world. Thank you.